0: Welcome to the 12th and final episode of Season 6 of The Bunt, brought to you by the number one shoe in skateboarding, Vans. Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out?
1: What? Do what? (laughs) Let the dogs out, you know, like, who let the dogs out? Who
0: who? Who brought this guy along?
1: (laughs) Yes, Alan, we are ready to let the dogs out. Do it! Do it!
0: Vans is celebrating a modern day classic, with the Era Pro and checkerboard. Every brand has a logo, but few can claim a print like Vans can with the checkerboard. The Era Pro joins a growing list of heavy hitter pro classics, available
2: now in a range of checkerboard styles, including the Skate High Pro, Old School Pro, and Slip On Pro, backed by living legend Jason Dill and emerging style master Rowan Zarrilla. It's clear the future of checkerboard will be every bit as rad as the past. The Era Pro checkerboard is available now worldwide. So hop on over to vans.ca and find
0: them at a skate shop near you. Jason Dill and Rowan Zorilla are to skateboarding in style. What D. Jones and The Ghost are to podcasting. So it's only right the four of us are decked out in checkerboards, baby. Vans. Off the wall since nineteen sixty motherfucking six y'all drop that bitch and now live
2: from studio e the bunt with Saifa and Donovan. season motherfucking six y'all oh shit blood it's coming to an end it's a sad day but it's also a blessed day because me and donald are about to hit them steamies and turn up for a month and a half straight but (laughs) yo let's get down to business we here in studio e motherfuckers yo d jones sitting across from me i'm the ghost we got antoine
0: behind the scenes
2: it's a cool thing thing.
0: yo blood what do we got popping this week man we saved the best for last baby a true legend in the game nick trapasso inside studio we couldn't be more hyped for this one and then you know what's good we heading over to the post office we answering all types of questions from all types of medicinal users this week and then we about to wrap it up with the rundown and a little on wax weekly baby Reggie, Studio E smelled like weed this week. I don't know what was happening. It somehow
2: came through the FaceTime. Our boy Nick is a fucking legend. So hyped to have him on. Y'all know him from Toy Machine, Suffer the Joy, Prevent
0: This Tragedy. boo like 3000? If you grew up in our era, you definitely idolized Nick T when he was a young buck coming up because you would have been around the same age wishing you were on his level just like we did.
2: Reggie influencer the way he talks the way he skates you can see his influence on a on a bunch of his homies fucking the hijinks the fucking just all-around legendary status so hyped to
0: have him on reg let's pop this fucking interview off man one word describes this week's episode baby and it's hectic but before we get into that make sure to like us on facebook at the bunt follow us on instagram at the Bunt live sending them emails for next season season seven to the post office at thebuntlive at gmail.com and my man only one thing left to do quick trip to the fridge crack some steamies and we on episode 12 man canada's premium pilsner the only buzz
2: but yo one last quick thing there's a couple shout outs i just want to give because i forgot i kept forgetting all season shout out to quarter snacks for the fucking love and sharing our shit we love you down there you already know what it is Week in
0: and week out doing god's work down there baby <laughs> shout out to jb gilet okay. fucking legend holding it down with the new okay. new switch front heel
2: back 5-0 on the bank shout out our boy ryan lay killing it in the etnies video killed it in his fucking real streets real one he don't stop killing it and shout out last but not least jake nunn I did know who he was. 4 one sixty-three. He has that huge heel. Anybody flip. can do some research, I afterwards. know, but I knew I knew who Jake Nunn was, and you said I didn't, but even you'll know him when I show you the clips. Uh, so yeah. Oh, and shout out Jesse Vieira's thaw and order part. He went ham. I was so what, bored the other what day is this? that I watched a random video part, which I never do, but he killed it.
0: If we're gonna say thanks to some people who deserve it, man. Shouts out to Bob LaSalle, a real man behind the scenes. <laughs> Always doing big things. Bob's making it happen for Vance and just Canadian skateboarding in general, man. That's some fucking real shit, B. Uh, All right, enough from our whack. out. Shout out to the Thrasher part Save is going to watch tonight and (laughs) and save his thoughts for season seven.
2: (laughs) Because what I do is I write random shout outs every week and I literally haven't said one. That was supposed to be once a week. There's supposed to be a shout out, but I just verbal diarrhea them all. Better late than never. Let's go. Ah, let's get two steamies on the go. And yeah, we're get 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 a couple.
0: If we're dealing with you. All right. Let's get into the interview, man. All right. Let's get it popping, man. Yes. We got Nick <laughs> in the building. What's going
1: on, man? Holy shit chilling fucking with you guys
0: oh yeah man hyped to have you here <laughs> hyped to connect dog
1: yeah thanks no hyped you guys hit me up
0: so we start every show off the same hit us with your favorite sports moment and your favorite skate moment
1: oh damn i i do not know much about sports but i i guess i just started watching sports last year so so i don't know i went to a ducks game and there that was that was pretty lit i thought that was insane hockey Sick. games yeah. are nuts yeah uh, favorite skate moment mm-hmm. damn it I I don't know when uh everyone's just out traveling the world that's always awesome I like those moments oh yeah <laughs> when uh, yeah all the good friends are just out traveling some crazy country and you're just like what the fuck this is awesome <laughs> so those moments are good you've
2: been traveling much lately
1: no it sucks yeah I miss it so much barely traveling we went to mount baldy that's about as far as i traveled <laughs> in the past like year that's just like two hours away like in california oh. so yeah no traveling damn B. Uh, I went to italy with my girlfriend for a wedding that was awesome that that was like at least like a year ago
2: so yo take us back to the beginning what's the story of you getting into skating as a young buck
1: Oh, uh, just my my brother got a skateboard, and I was like, I want one too. <laughs> and that's how it happened. We probably like saw someone skating down. I have like memories of just like seeing people like skate down the street, and you'd be like, damn, I definitely want to do that. But my brother was definitely the one who was like, I want a skateboard, and I just completely bit his style, and I was like, I need one too. <laughs> so that's so, how that happened.
2: And then you took it to the next level, obviously.
1: Yeah. All of our friends were super into skating because we had Cowtown and everyone was like, wasn't, yeah, trying to do anything besides skate. Everyone was super into skating, or, or I was. I, I didn't give a shit about anything besides it, for sure.
0: <laughs> so what was your first big break inside the skate industry, man? How'd you get in?
1: I don't know. I guess uh, Cowtown helped a shitload, but I don't know really how else I would have done that. Yeah, they would like take me to trade shows and... Yeah, just helped help me try to meet up with people I, I was super hyped on. Yeah, they, they were the... Jay Strickland called Cowtown and was like, do you have any sick, like, little kids? Because for, for some reason they just wanted a little kid for some reason because that's always sick. When I was a little kid, I, I liked, like, fucking all the young younger people like Tosh and Knox and all that. They just wanted one of those kids, so they they just told him my name because I was super hyped on Bootleg and Baker. And he just called me, like, while I was out skating, so, so that was a huge huge deal at the time I thought or all my friends were like what the fuck (laughs) (laughs) it was at like a Burger King I completely remember it. we were just like eating and and I hung up on him because I I thought it was a prank call because my friends used to prank call me and be like you're on the local like stress skateboards or brink skate. Those are like the locals that have been like, "You're on, dude." And Frank called me and like I'd believe him, so I completely thought it wasn't real. Oh, I was shit. like, "This this isn't Strickland." He called me back. He's like, "Yo, this is Strickland." <laughs> I was like, "Oh shit."
0: Just hung up on. Because right. all
1: my friends were like with me. I was like, "Oh, this must must actually be him." Yeah, and then I got a hu- humongous box, and I don't know. I, I was super hyped to be on Bootleg because that—that was like my favorite company, or that or Baker.
2: That's fucking dope, man. The dream yeah. just came true at Burger King, man.
1: Yeah, right out of nowhere. It definitely was like super out of nowhere.
2: Uh, shortly after, I guess you guys made the video. You bust onto the scene with your uh, Bootleg 3000 <laughs> part.
1: <laughs> yes, uh, coming in hot.
2: Yeah. What? what were, t- tell us about those days and filming for that video and being like the young dog on the on the squad
1: oh it was hectic yeah all of them were just beast yeah like fucking uh just super good at skating and and yeah just drinking smoking all the time punking the shit out of me um <laughs> <laughs> just all that stuff it, no they're they're super good friends for life like that's that's what it became they're awesome
2: that's dope yeah i don't know for some reason this season we've been asking people and finding some crazy stories about the older guys hazing young guys Was any like crazy shit that they used to do to you when you were a kid
1: yeah as much earlier back then now like the little kids on trips they definitely don't get hazed like that they just get get like little like like they just play playing around and stuff like that they would actually haze you back then for sure
2: <laughs> what'd you have to go through
1: the typewriter one time by pete eldridge where they tap on your chest and then just like slap you to, for it to go because yeah. you like hit the typewriter to go back over yeah it was crazy <laughs> but i was probably just being super annoying just like asking for it pushing the buttons yeah no it was awesome i love those guys
2: there's levels to it but the the typewriter sounds fun
1: yeah. That, like, <laughs> we've heard
0: some we've heard some horror stories, so Yeah. Fuck. Oh jeez. Nothing too crazy.
1: Yeah, no, it's not that hectic. <laughs> and then just yeah, like he he'd just like focus my board and leave it places, like the whole complete <laughs> stuff like that.
0: Oh, that's dope. That's all in good fun. So how insane was it being around Scott Kane in those days when he could seemingly do whatever he wanted on a board?
1: Oh is nuts. Yeah, I just I just wanted to be exactly like him i was just following him around everywhere i don't know it was cr- he would just do everything within yeah a couple tries and yeah always just have some new crazy trick that's no one's doing and you just do it like second try mm-hmm. Fuck. yeah everything is is nuts he's insane he always was though he went when he just felt like skating ledges like in the later days he'd get super good at ledges like he, he's like super natural yeah for sure just naturally super good at whatever he's trying to do
2: yeah you could see in his career he'd like focused on different things at different times at first he was just killing every rail yeah and then he like in his 4-on-1 part you could tell he started skating ledges and like doing some gaps a little bit more and then got so good at that Uh, he's my all-time favorite
0: fuck yeah I think in that time period everyone was just like in awe of what he was doing
1: yeah he was yeah badass fucking for sure everyone was just like what the fuck
0: (laughs) yeah mind blown
1: yeah him him and darrell they were like the gnarliest people ever Uh, i would always go skating with them like just street skating because i I lived with them Mm -hmm. at at their apartment they would just destroy shit it was crazy nighttime daytime whatever they're just going off (laughs) they're always skating
2: yeah probably it's probably fucking what rubbed off on you and then Helped you take it to that next level.
1: Yeah, they, they, were, they were skating so much. Like, uh, even after bootleg. Like, when Dur- Durrell was killing it. Or he's always kills it. But uh, Scott was about to get on real and shit.
2: Oh, damn.
1: Yeah. they Because they were just going ham. But Scott, uh, I don't know. He just didn't give a fuck, really. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, didn't he have ankle issues or something at the end?
1: Yeah, yeah. And then... His ankle was always fucked up, but then I think he got some super bootleg surgery yeah. and that like sealed, or it didn't seal the deal, but sealed the deal on like jumping down shit and stuff.
2: Yeah, fuck. That's actually the worst.
1: Yeah, it seemed like the surgery Brock him. For, for, I know there's good surgeons and stuff, but, but I think he just didn't go to a good one.
2: That's tragic.
1: Because I've had surger- surgeries that help a lot, but yeah, it, it seemed like it definitely did the opposite of that.
2: Yeah too bad one of the fucking all-time greats but he put out a part like a year or two ago that was dope to yeah no he can still
1: skate and everyone has injuries like that i think he was just kind of getting tired of just like i don't know the yeah just everything trying to get a sponsor and just like dude gnarly shit the
0: combination of things Yeah. yeah so
2: after bootleg kind of fizzled out you kind of disappeared from the spotlight for a bit (laughs) What were you up to between the bootleg days before Suffer the Joy came out?
1: Oh, the in-between toy machine and bootleg days? Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, just staying at Scott's house, and then I went to Bradford's house. Then I was skating a shitload. The, The whole time in between those days, I was just getting flowed by various just random companies, like Santa Cruz because Mark Plain could still... Get me boards from NHS, and then uh, enjoy. Clifford was hooking me up with boards. Yeah, I was I was flow f- for enjoy for a while, and then uh and then that was it. I think it was Toy Machine after that. Boosh and uh, Johnny helped helped me get on Toy Machine. Like, they helped a shitload. With without them, I definitely wouldn't have got on for sure. But yeah, that that whole time I was just skating a bunch with Joe Curlick because I I was flow for vans the whole time still. But Krolik was oh, okay. always still down to skate with me, because I was always trying to skate. So he's like picked me up from wherever I was staying at. But yeah, I went from Scott's house to to Bradford's, then I was staying at Layton's house, and all, and all those days were awesome. Yeah, they're super fun.
2: That's dope. So you were just skating the whole time, just fucking. I mean, we're in Toronto, so we we had no clue. We thought the little guy from Bootleg disappeared. Yeah?
1: Oh, just started selling crack or something? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. not that far. I, uh, yes. Um, no, I definitely, yeah, I was just still trying to skate. I was like, fuck this. I'm Because I, I didn't want to. When bootleg went out of business, it wasn't like we knew it was going out of business. It was like out of nowhere. He's like, this shit's done, yo. <laughs> oh. It was seriously like uh, out of nowhere. I, I, or I didn't know because I didn't know shit. I, was fish- I thought bootleg was killing it. Because we'd get, yeah, like, humongous yeah. boxes and could go on trips and stuff. So when they went out of business, I was like, what the fuck? I need to fucking go try to get there for sure.
0: Yeah. So what happened with bootleg? How come it did end up going out of business?
1: Um, I, I don't know. I think now that I'm older, I think maybe they are paying everyone too much or something and too, yeah. giving out shitloads of proddy. Like, the boxes were huge. And all, all the pros were getting shitloads of money, I'm pretty sure. And I, I don't know. I think maybe they... They just were over it or something at some point. Strickland was. Uh, I don't know. I think <laughs> he could have kept it. I, I, I'm not sure. Maybe they just weren't making enough money. Yeah. Who knows? I'm not sure.
2: Near the end, though, we, we met him. He came up to Toronto. Yeah,
0: he was staying up here for a little while, Strickland.
2: Oh, yeah. sick. And he was, like, selling us boards for, like, 20 bucks or something. So cheap, yeah.
0: <laughs> Jesus. He bring our, like, crew, like, 20 boards and sell us all. Oh, boxes. when?
1: bootleg like, when, when it was in business? I think it was yeah. like yeah, was yeah. oh, sick, no that yeah stuff like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that might do it. Yeah, it might not be the best for the budget. <laughs> what uh, whatever happened with Brian Michaud?
1: Oh, he's the shit. He's a fucking legend. Probably yeah, one of the nicest people on the team, like by far. Him him and Scott are insanely cool.
0: Yeah, his part was sick had some clips with the water bottle in his hand i remember that
1: yeah his style's the best um no i I still talk to him he's a fucking legend he's like works at boeing i don't know lives in la has a kid i don't know he's killing it still skates and shit. but yeah he's one of the nicest dudes ever
0: it seems like he just had that one part in bootleg and that was that was it
1: yeah yeah he's he's always like ahead of his time or something i think he's just trying to. Become an adult, get his shit together, and fucking (laughs) do what he wants. (laughs) That's dope.
2: Yo, D Jones, man, it's May 2nd here in Toronto. You know what that means, B? I I think it means it's time to hit the road soon, bro. It means we got nine days to get to Montreal for May 11th, world premiere of none other than Brian Shannon's new video, Police Boys Club,
0: popping the fuck off in them greasy MTL streets. The video is gonna feature parts from Johnny Purcell and a Brixton Union member himself, Xander Mitchell, baby. The video's premiering May 11th at the Don B. Comer. Doors open at 10, and the video's on at 11.30. Reggie, this is going to be a barn burner like none other. Bring your fucking fire extinguisher, because shit's about to pop, you yeah, dig. We talk about how fresh Brixton clothes really are, but you about to see them in action, baby. Xander's going to be head to toe in Brixton gear. If you don't know, now you know. Police Boys Club, May
2: 11th at the Don B. Comer, Montreal. Let's fucking get it. So yeah, after your your little hiatus, you pop back on the scene. <laughs> an instant classic, Suffer the Joy. Yes. And uh, your part blew people away. Johnny Layton told us that you did that big flip first try down that double set and that skating came super easy. (laughs) Fucking looked like you were half asleep in that video part wearing pajamas and shit. But, uh, tell us about a little bit about filming for suffer the joy.
1: Oh, that, that was great. Mainly just at Layton's house that whole time or that whole part. Um, yeah, just skating locally with, with Layton and, and the rest of the toy machine dudes. And, uh, Kevin Barnett was filming the whole time. I don't know. Yeah, that was just a like just trying to film a part with Barnett so I I could get into that video like within California. I'm not I'm not sure if we, we might have went on like one trip or something in in that. But uh, yeah, I didn't go on any of the trips until like after that. T- tons of trips after that, smoking tons of weed, <laughs> fucking uh, skating a shitload. With Johnny at his ha- house is super easy to skate there because I don't know it's it's in the glory days. There's like filmers everywhere, and or Kevin Barnett lives like seriously not not even a block away, like fifty feet away. So yeah, we'd just go skate with him every day because Johnny was skating a shitload too. he would get up at like like eight a.m. to go skate like Carlsbad. He's insane. Damn. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, he'd do stuff like that all the time.
2: You had like the right environment around to be productive
1: yeah definitely it was like you didn't even have to try yeah matt b was always over there yeah it's hard not to leave people out everyone just the like josh harmony was everyone was just going ham at that time it's sick that's dope so did they
2: tell you like if you get footage you'll be in the video and get on the team kind of thing
1: i think uh no i think i was on before that or or I, i don't i don't know what happened Boosh and Johnny helped a bunch with that and um, I knew I was on before the video because we were all hyped up going to the premiere I remember that or so I knew I was in the video so you must be you must be on if you're in the video (laughs) (laughs) oh no I think it was on uh uh, yeah I went on one I went on King of the Road that that's what we went that's when I found out I was definitely getting on because uh yeah Ed and Billy had like an actual serious meeting in the van they're like, you're on. This is for life. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> and I was like, fuck yeah. I'm so down for for sure.
2: That's dope. Fucking, you still got switchback threes or what?
1: Oh, fuck. I, I don't know if you're on a pyramid hip or something. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. definitely. You, you can get all those tricks back. Just fucking go practice them.
0: You did it once. You can do it again, right? Yeah. For the most part. But
1: yeah, th- those are pretty easy. Like, do like, or they're, um, they're not easy because. Fucking! I'm sure I couldn't go do one if you asked me to right now, but yeah, you do like a. a it's not like a regular back three. you Just like it's one motion, and then the other. Or it's like switch back 180, and then and then you turn. It's crazy. Or I <laughs> thought it was easier when I was younger. Definitely.
2: Yeah, I think that one's easier said than done. I don't think me or Donald are ever gonna <laughs>
0: yeah. back
1: You got now. this, I
0: don't think so man. Maybe we can get lucky on a hip with some nice like masonite, so you can slide. Yeah. out the last little bit. Th-
1: that's what yeah. I learned all. Those on, for sure. Just the Eldo pyramid hip.
2: Nice little one-two punch to end the part, for sure.
1: Hell yeah, thanks.
0: Between Suffer the Joy and the Transworld video and now, you might have legitimately been the most popular skater out. (laughs) (laughs) You like that?
1: Yes. (laughs) That was hilarious.
0: Were you aware of the hype, or was it just business as usual for you?
1: Uh, No, yeah, I I was just like staying on the move and you don't even notice like in the it's it's the best when you're not like stressing out about skate cuz you I definitely wasn't cuz I just wasn't stressing at all mm-hmm. ab- about skating just cruising mm-hmm. or like after like that premiere or or the suffrage j- the joy premiere we would just go like skating right away like the next day or something we're like on oh, wow. <laughs> 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 to the next clip yeah or any we we would get faded too. We'd like drink and stuff, but we'd still just like go out skating, like faded even. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, just tons of skating, like nonstop, so you don't really think about like I don't know how good you're doing or whatever.
2: Dude, it's it's easier when you're younger, but the, to deal with the hangovers and like keep on going. And yeah, shit, definitely. Fuck it, it catches up to you. Yeah, we're thirty
1: yeah. now. How
0: how
2: old
1: are you? Twenty nine. Yeah, I'll be thirty in September. Reggie, Woo. I'm twenty nine too, motherfucker. Yeah, you got like <laughs> twenty days left. Or no, something. I'm basically thirty. Sh- shit's nuts. Yeah, time flies.
0: You feel that stuff the next day a little more now.
1: Oh yes, yeah, you get super sore, sore, and all that stuff. But yeah, definitely just different mindset. Yeah, yeah, maybe your skeleton's a little bit less dusted. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you do not get as hungover for sure.
2: In that and now part, that shit was dope as fuck, obviously. But uh, was there any, any gnarly close calls with that five zero? your last trick, and the, the water?
1: Oh, no. I did it first try somehow. It's crazy.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. Johnny was right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You said you used to do everything in a couple tries. I guess you really did pick up on that Scott Kane way of life.
1: Yeah. That was really sca- scared to try it, though. Uh, John Holland made me five zero, and I 50'd it first. <laughs> And he's like, you should just five o it. And I, I was super scared to try it, for sure. And sucks. yes, so, grace of God, yeah, I just got super lucky. But yeah, that was at like 5 in the morning. So oh, that's like how shit. motivated we were. Yeah, wow. 5 a.m. Because uh, that place had to be like empty. That's why Boosh in the end has a... Uh, in the credits or something, he's got a wizard staff. Because he was drinking all night waiting for me to wake up. <laughs> so he can go with me to watch it, yeah. All the homies were, they were all, they had stayed up all night uh, drinking just because it was only 5 a.m. It wasn't like that late. Like they were like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> and one of my homies filmed the long lens too. But yeah, in the credits of that, Boosh has like a wizard staff. Shit's awesome. Yeah, they all went with me and it was, we celebrated after that. It was pretty funny. There might have been like one or two fishermen there. They're like, what the fuck? Everyone else stays
0: up
2: except for you. Yeah, the whole crew's got a buzz on and you got a good sleep to follow that
0: <laughs> We heard a funny rumor that you once rolled a joint in a meeting with Vance. Can you confirm or deny that for the people? <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> fuck it. Let's just confirm it. <laughs> no, no, I do not know. I, I, don't, I don't think so, but I've heard a lot of people say that. Or even like, yeah, my close, or like Johnny or something, I swear he like thinks I did that. And Boosh and... Who I, maybe I did. Probably. Who knows?
0: <laughs> That's just your legend, man. When you're a legend yeah. like that, people start saying things and it sticks.
1: Yeah. Too I am legend. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so
2: it's still unconfirmed.
0: Even the man himself doesn't know.
1: Yeah. Fuck it. Unconfirmed goes. <laughs>
2: You once did a nose Manny revert to switch nose Manny Stevie Williams style. Oh
1: God! Front yeah. Half cat flip out. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking.
2: Yeah, that was the question. We just wanted to know what you were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I do not know. Fucking. I guess I saw a lot of people doing that in that time, and I thought it was acceptable. <laughs> I was like, I, I want to do one of those. I do not know what I was thinking. Um, but yeah, those are super bootleg because yeah just all four of your wheels definitely have to touch at one and it's just it's just fried (laughs) and yeah Uh, but no those those were really easy i don't know why i did that that's fucking hijinks
2: (laughs) you threw the front side half cab flip out there you probably thought you were so tech at the time (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah definitely with my white shirt
2: (laughs) yeah tall t-days
1: i know how dare those people for doing those tricks fucking messing up the youth no i'm just kidding
0: illegal as fuck dude (laughs) so you rode for toy machine in vans for a long time but eventually decided to ride for cons what was going on behind the scenes on that decision
1: i don't know steve uh luther was just gathering up just all like my favorite homies to skate with and putting them on a team so i was just super hyped on that, and I don't know, it just seemed like we we were fucking like in somewhat control of the team like at that time, so that was nice, yeah, and they were hooking us up and just taking us on shitloads of trips, but um mainly just all all my friends working there and uh skating for the team, I was just like, yeah, just fucking hyped to that they wanted me over there, that bad, I guess I don't know. And to be with all my friends, with all the mates.
0: It's pretty hard to give up when you get that opportunity.
1: Yeah, yeah, and Vans w- was awesome, but um, yeah, yeah, I don't know. There's just more homies on Converse, I guess. Uh, no, Van- Vans is just super sick and so is Converse, but there's just more homies on on one squad, so I was like, definitely going to go with them versus a bunch of people you don't know.
2: You ditched your boy Johnny, man. What the
1: fuck? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Layton's the best. Converse was sick as fuck, and Vans wasn't as sick as it was now. Just because they just hooked us up, just treated us super good, could just fucking go skate and fucking not worry about shit, because all your homies were like running the company. Yeah. Like Luther and Dave Wang and stuff. So it wasn't like stressful.
2: Yeah, and you were one of the main dudes, like when the program first started, right? Like they gave you a shoe.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, that too. Yeah, they're down to give me a shoe. Yeah, shit was insane. Yeah, that was super sick. It uh,
2: must be a trip when you see your name on like a a company like Converse for the first time.
1: Yeah, and it's Converse. I was so hyped. Like the first time I went in there, I was like, "Holy shit, Converse is sick." <laughs> I was just, I just got like really hyped on Converse. Too. at the same time I was like this is kind of fucking legend Converse is doing skating <laughs> but um, yeah Converse is sick so old and fucking yeah I was tripping for sure
2: So. From the outside looking in, it seemed like a perfect fit with you and Toy Machine, but eventually, uh, you decided to start your own brand, LE. Yes. What was going on? What was behind that decision?
1: Uh, I don't know. When you get older, you just like you start thinking so far ahead, and and you just like you're just like fuck. I I don't know. You just start think you just start thinking different when you get older, and you're just like I have to just start something before fucking it's too late or whatever just stuff like that everyone's been starting companies lately probably cuz they're just feeling the same way like you just get older and you're like damn I want to do exactly what everyone else or what the people I'm riding for are doing like ed has toy machine like so you you can start your own company too it it was a no brainer for me i'm like fucking Ed has toy machine i'll just start a company <laughs> yeah I know it's like super hard, and th- that's what everyone tells you too the whole time you're trying to do it, but you you might as well just get it going' because yeah you'll just keep learning, you just learn how to do it as you go
2: hey, for sure, fuck we're learning on the fly over here with our little
1: mini yeah it's it's awesome, uh, full part <laughs> I would never want to f- yeah. <laughs> if i didn't have uh, i love ellie like if i didn't have that i would be so stressed out i don't even know what i'd be doing i would just like yeah just feel like you have nothing or something it's sick
0: so you guys dropped the ellie video theatrics did a tour with element everything seemed to be going well (laughs) and then we kind of stopped hearing about ellie a little bit when tave and jamie quit yeah Tave told us that Sinner was blowing it on the business side of things. <laughs> what was happening and what's good with LE now?
1: I don't know. We're just doing it ourselves now, like literally out of my garage. So, yeah, we, we can't really support like a humongous team and shit like that. And yeah, yeah, Baby J and uh, Tave are awesome. But we're at a lot of distributions and we just felt like doing it ourselves. Like the the distributions were sick and stuff, but... It's hectic there, too. You you can barely afford to hook people up with anything at those places, too. Yeah. So, yeah, you just start losing people, for sure. You're just like, oh, oh, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) And and yeah, you'd like to fucking, like, offer him something to, like, help him out more, but you can't. So I can understand, like, how they get mad and stuff, or, like, yeah. Hectic hectic times, for sure, for any board sponsor, except, like, a humongous brand
0: well hey man it's a credit to yourself to go through some tougher times and lose some guys but yeah
1: keep on going right everything always changes you can always like re- revamp stuff at any time and yeah i, I won't ever l- let it go because it's, it's super easy to maintain because it's so small right now too so we're just cruising try to build up slowly and get a revamp going for sure but yeah we got uh mikey haywood and andrew lutheran and, and blue and those are our boys
0: <laughs> but Dude, we sick. love the little squad andrew Lutheran's yeah. God,
1: man. no they're sick yeah they're they're just our homies yeah f- fucking yeah. and they're super down to ride le boards basically and my
0: man right here is is a free agent yeah board game <laughs> he uh you might want to oh. try out an le board or two himself
1: bro. oh hell yeah we got you Yo,
2: straight straight from nick's garage yeah. i'm trying to get a box you feel me
1: yeah no we just do it completely ourselves so yeah we can hook up fucking who we want for sure that's what's up man props <laughs> to you hell yeah but um or i have to like thank so, some of the the distributions helped us out a shitload for sure like blitz element like all, all those people like complete it would not have been possible without them because we were so fried when we first started we we had no clue how to do absolutely anything yeah and all their all their employees fucking helped us out fucking I, i i don't even want to start naming them there's too many so yeah just there's there's blitz so we went to blitz and then we went to element and um then a surplus, and, and then we're like, let's just do this ourselves. This is too easy yeah. and small. And like, just for there's no, we don't need a distribution because it's just that small. Like, you just run it, just me and Sinner, we run the whole thing. It's really, it's not easy, but it, it's pretty easy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's something you learn along the way, right? Yeah. You're always picking up things. Yeah. The same thing that we're going through right
2: now as well. Yeah, it's sick. Uh, keep fighting the good fight, man. It's it's definitely not easy with fucking how many board brands there are out there these days. But
1: no, it's yeah, it's, it's insane. There's so many brands, but it's kind of like it's a it's definitely a theatrical like company for sure. We're like, why not have it like fucking <laughs> everyone? Everyone else like has tiny little companies. We, we can fucking handle this, too, for sure.
2: Uh, extend it, B.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, we'll um, keep we'll keep it going for you guys for sure.
2: Yeah, hell yeah. Who who are you riding for these days? Because uh, obviously you parted ways with Cons a while back, right?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that was a while ago. No, I don't. I don't really have any f- sponsors besides uh, Hard Luck and Shake Gent. and they they're just like super close homies. Like uh, Luther runs Hard Luck. You guys, fr- or I don't know if you know that, but yeah, Steve Luther runs Hard Luck and Shane and Donut. Like known those guys for. St- Long as fuck, they run shake gent. So, but it's it's not like you're making money off like stuff like that. It's just like my homies, couple. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. Reggie, the people want Nick T back in the spotlight. We want to know that you're getting them skate checks. We, <laughs> want some new, we want some new video parts. Be what, what's Big good time. in 2018. Oh
1: no, I don't need skate checks. I don't know. It just takes me <laughs> a, a long ass time to f- like get a part together. Takes so long. Take like seems like took me like two years to get like a minute of footage like i, I don't know yeah uh,
2: fuck it gets harder the closer you get to. Yeah. 30
1: <laughs> there's a bunch of people that are so old just killing it they're they're super motivational but uh, yeah i just don't i don't know how they do it it just gets harder to like land shit for sure fucking your skeleton it just starts getting to do- i've had like three knee surgeries on one knee um, huh. yeah and all just on the same meniscus and it's Com- completely dossed <laughs> it's just like not it's not even there so that shit hurts super bad but everyone yeah get something like that eventually unless you're just like super gnarly like unless you just don't get any injuries there's like some some people that i don't know they're their skeleton's stronger I, I don't know they just somehow don't get an injury their whole career yeah, like if is. you can do that you can go for a long time but i guess it's all mental yeah you can just you just do as much as you can you can't yeah, let me skateboarding's fucked yeah no it's so gnarly for sure and it just yeah definitely just your skeleton starts wearing down and i'm not even like lot like, or like like things that just hurt like that like fucking smoothies and shit can't help like <laughs> <laughs> the green smoothie yeah. can fix everything yeah seriously
2: yeah. uh man the more people we talk to the more fucking mm-hmm. stories like that we've heard it sucks man you yeah. wish everyone could just be healthy all the time
1: yeah everything besides my knees or, or your ankles like seems to be pretty solid but like once you heard it like actually really good once it like it's super hard to like get it back to like yeah. not being It'll fucked never up be
0: the exact same right yeah.
1: yeah but it's mainly just your knees and your ankles if you can not like fuck those up or, or every people have all sorts of shit i don't know what i'm saying yeah like yeah. shoulders and like
0: some people deal with all sorts of shoulder problems yeah like yeah. back and then when you get older the hips start going man
1: oh man uh, we, that'd be not to
0: worry about
2: the hips for a
0: while hopefully yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah. josh harmony had some gnarly hip surgery for sure Fuck. Oh.
0: so how did you hurt your knee to begin with what was the first injury
1: um i don't know when i i like went into like indian position and like just like cross-legged but only with one knee and it like it popped out of place real quick and I guess that like um tore my meniscus which is just it's just a bushing like in between your knee bones like it's all, yeah. there's one on the left and on the right side and I guess when you do that when you like pop it out and uh, your bone slices it and then it and then it's like hanging out and like flopping around like on the nerves and, and you're supposed to just, like, get it, like, sewn back together, but I just skated on it forever. <laughs> and then, like, oh. my knee would get super swollen. And, and then I finally got surgery, and it, and it seemed like it helped, and then just does the exact same thing, and I, I just kept getting surgery. And it's from, like, gnarly surgeons, like, fucking, yeah, like, super good ones. But um, I guess every time they just would just have to, like, take out more and more more, and eventually, like... You barely have a meniscus left, so it's just like bone on bone.
2: Damn, that sucks. So you're doing your thing with Ellie, holding it down. <laughs> well, what's next for Nick Trapasso Hill?
1: I don't know. Get a job or something. <laughs> try <laughs> to become a fucking I don't know, normal person. <laughs> no, I don't know. I just keep keep doing what we're doing. Just try to skate as much as our old dog bodies can, and just try to. I don't know. Help out as much people we can with Le. Uh, just younger people, I guess. I don't know. Just keep a roof over my head and yeah, stay happy, I guess. And keep Le going at all costs. No, I'm scared. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. Just try to help as many people out as we can. Skate and uh, yeah.
2: That's what's up. Fucking got to keep the gardon popping and the the fought basil.
1: Oh yeah. The pants, the yes. Running. No, we just we just built a garden. Shit goes. Yeah, build more gardens. No, I don't know. Yeah, just learning shit and living.
2: If anyone listening hasn't watched Nick's uh, tour of his house, it's on YouTube. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> go watch that Look, 2012. I gotta go see MTV that. TV Cribs, man. <laughs> so good. Yes. you already know what the fuck it is it's rapid fire with the ghost and this week we brought to you by menu skate shop in vancouver menu just released the new spring line of polars apparel straight fire all made in europe (laughs) this is something to tell your grandchildren about you feel me Fresh new jackets, surf pants, and some dope sweats. Menu just relaunched their banging ass website, menuskateshop.com. So go check them out online and get your ass in there in store, B. <laughs> get that new fresh polar, you dig? <laughs> All right, favorite skater?
1: Oh, Van Westel, Shane Cross, fucking. Yeah, Jake Duncan. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> favorite video?
1: Oh, in bloom or something. I don't know. I'm just trying to think of something I watched a lot. Uh, Baker Two G. That that was fucking great. Yeah.
2: Favorite video part.
1: That's hectic. I don't know. There's. Yeah, one of Arto's parts in Really Sorry or Sorry or something. Shit's hectic.
2: <laughs> All right, we'll take that.
1: They they were going off.
2: Favorite style.
1: Van Westel. Oh, Baby J. Yeah. <laughs> Baby. Jay. Is that Jamie? <laughs> uh, Jamie Tansani, yeah. Oh, Tave. Fucking raver.
2: <laughs> Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth.
1: Oh, damn. Uh, that
2: was you. That was you uh, before your uh, knee injuries, B.
1: No, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, Wes Kramer Ooh. or something. Yeah, one of those guys. <laughs> or Evan or or Dan Van Linden or wh- whatever his name Like, <laughs> that shit's nuts. <laughs> Got you. And Grant, Grant, or not Grant Patterson, sorry. Uh, Grant Patterson's legend. uh, (laughs) Fucking, uh. Oh, Grant Taylor, Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's nuts. Favorite trick? Shifty flip or something? (laughs) 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 Fucking something basic. The old front side shifty flip. Hardest trick for you? Front heel or something? Or like any any trick almost?
2: yeah you, you <laughs> started you started in arguably the worst game of skate in battle of the barracks history <laughs> you and danny garcia were just killing me cracking me up i watched that this morning Oh uh, yes
1: <laughs> we did pretty good right
2: yeah you, i mean you started landing some shit later but it was so funny the first like minute you guys yeah. were both falling on everything
1: yes <laughs> no that's great yeah most i like learn a trick and then i just go to the next trick i don't really like practice tricks much i like try to just keep doing new tricks right so the most basic tricks are yeah fucking jacked for
2: sure. <laughs> most illegal trick
1: oh illegal fuck those like body veils, this shit's hectic yeah like that nose manual revert thing I did. <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> f- f- no, there should be some more. Varial flips. Oh, ooh. you don't like V-bombs? <laughs> those, are,
2: those are hot these days.
1: <laughs> no, I, anything's cool. I want you to just do what they want, for sure. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten?
1: Uh, yeah, whatever's super scary, f- for sure. You're like, ooh, glad glad that's over with. That <laughs> five o yeah sure that
2: (laughs) gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed
1: um damn so many
2: what about scott Kane back in the day
1: that switch feeble on that rail in tampa that was insane because no one was doing that shit i was like what the hell you did that so easy
2: what's the one trick that got away
1: trying to skate that double set I i was trying to hard flip it that one in australia that they had the contest on oh that huge ass one yeah, that thing is huge. That thing's insane. Janowski like nolly flipped it. No, he switch flipped it. Oh, it's, oh he switch flipped it? Yeah, and Nolly flipped it, I think. I'm pretty and
2: sure. back three of pain.
1: Yeah, hard flip got away. God damn. So yeah, that's one thing. What's the last
2: new trick you learned?
1: Fakey switch front crook. Like people do like fakey three flips out of, I, I'm pretty sure I just learned those like last <laughs> week or something. Sick. Or a month ago. <laughs> Better
2: late than never. Yeah. If you never started skating, what would you be doing?
1: Oh my God, I, I do not know. Yeah, I'm, I'm someone who I have no clue what I'm gonna. I'm trying to start doing different stuff, like arts and crafts and shit like that. Fucking. <laughs> just like fucking with photos and shit. You know? Like art. I'll definitely have to get some sort of like job going, but. I don't know been building a lot of shit just working on my house fucking with this boat we got that's tight just rebuilding the engine and shit like that I don't know I'm just going rover just trying to keep my mind fucking busy (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah favorite local brand
1: I don't know hard luck and shake junk
2: favorite local skater
1: Oh, damn. Uh, Andrew Lutheran for show. (laughs) He's insane.
2: Uh, What's the one sponsor you regret riding for?
1: Oh, man. I don't want to say that. No, anyone who's hooked me up is a legend. I appreciate it. Oh, I'll just name one that everyone knows is hectic. Neff. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Neff.
2: Favorite teammate ever.
1: I don't know, everyone on Converse is great. Fucking Rain Molinar, Angel, Ethan, Fowler. Worst company? Anything that's in Walmart, I guess, or fucking shit like that. (laughs) Anything that's just Echo? Like, something like that. (laughs) (laughs) No, anything that's just, like, not a skate company at all. Because I guess I'm down for it. Anyone that's, like actually has something to do with like is helping skating, but like if if they're just some bootlegger Just riding off it like the image or whatever it is that those guys are hurtful.
2: Yeah, worst trend
1: Oh, geez tucked in shirt or something (laughs) (laughs) Wife beaters or rolled up pants (laughs) Super high,
2: you know feeling the high waters.
1: No, those are the worst Worst style. Most people don't have that hurtful of a style anymore to me. <laughs> well, Everything's unique.
2: You're on that po- fake positive vibes, eh?
1: Damn it! <laughs> I'm scanning stuff like in my brain, and it's all going to Osiris. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> the video, this one of the videos. Dude,
2: Josh Casper, there you go. Yeah,
1: yeah, that that's one of them. Or that guy who did the kickflip back blunt. Fucking, he's super bowleg. Oh, Chris Dobbs, that was... Yeah, that guy's (laughs) 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 hectic. Or the Dark Star video. Oh, my God. The old one with... uh, Italian? Yeah.
2: Guy (laughs) Kempfin?
1: Oh, yeah, you you had a lot of your guys in there. Canadians.
2: Yeah, yeah, Mike Hasty was in there. Galea. Oh, but yeah,
1: he was sick. Oh, both those guys were sick.
2: I was thinking of the,
1: the ledge guy, the hunchback kind of guy. Oh, uh, Sven, no, Sven no. Kilcheman? Oh, Sven Kilcheman. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. That's a good one. That's him. Yeah, the short guy. Eat a bagel. Oh, my God. Eat a bagel. Tell Fuck, a bagel. that's it. I'll say that Sven Kilcheman. That's a solid fucking... That guy, who knows where he is. He's in, like, Russia or something.
2: <laughs> the last person you want on the sesh.
1: Any cheek, like a girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I> we're <wish>, span. <laughs> oh shit. Fuck.
0: Alright, y'all. That's gonna wrap up our interview with Nick. My man, thank you so much for doing this with us.
1: Hell yeah, thanks, dudes. Shit was fun. It's hilarious. Yeah, Nick T, legend of pain. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we got it we got another one of the fried brothers. We gotta keep them coming. Tate, yes. Grant Patterson nick yes all you fools windsor jamie
1: (laughs) hell yeah yo
2: who should we get next who should we get next sinner
1: yeah definitely he'll have some gold for you (laughs) season seven
2: sinner you heard it here first
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you man fuck yeah thanks dudes
0: Welcome back to the post office, brought to you by our good friends over at Time Bomb Trading. For the last couple weeks, we've been telling you about the premieres going down all across Canada. And if you weren't lucky enough to make it out to one of those, I've got some good news for you. May 1st, Etni's album is going to be available on iTunes and DVD. So make sure you head down to your local skate shop and grab a copy. This is one video you will not want to miss. Let's get into some emails. You've got mail. First up, we got an email from Mark Broughton. Hey guys, been digging the show lately. You guys are only getting better, so keep it up. Asking the real questions that we all want to hear and usually not pulling any punches. Exception was the Jerry Sue episode and not asking him how about leaving chocolate, but I am going to assume that was a stipulation for him coming on. Still, when a move like that is so recent and you have the guy on the show to not ask is letting us down. I was wondering what you guys think slash know about Converse not selling to shops anymore or just a select few shops. I know that they started this in Canada a little while back and now apparently it is happening in the US as well. Personally, I think it's kind of fucked up and I hope it's not a strategy that other brands adopt. Local skate shops are the lifehood of our skate community and need to be protected. I can't imagine growing up without my local skate shop back in Lethbridge, Alberta. The borderline, shouts out to them and to Ripping Giraffe here in Nelson. On the sports tip, go Penguins. Request for a Lee Yanku episode. P.S. That switch front board on the long rail and save as a drift part blew my mind. Heavy moves. Thank
2: First of all, how are you going to come at us for not asking Jerry Sue a question when you answered what happened? Like, obviously, too recent. if he didn't want to talk about it, he didn't want to talk about it. You know we asked him, but we ain't here trying to put shit out there that people don't want out there. We're not trying to fuck anyone's career over.
0: And like you said, man, we asked the hard questions without pulling any punches. But shouts out to all the skaters that come on the show and let all that stuff get aired because they get to listen to it before it comes out so not only do we ask but they agree to answer man but
2: that's not taking anything away from someone like you know if shit still wasn't official with chocolate and what was next like he's not trying to burn any bridges and we're definitely not trying to burn them for him without his permission so sorry we let you down but uh we'd rather let you down than fucking (laughs) fuck over our guests you
0: dig as far as converse man uh what we see going down it's it's not what we hope for, I mean, it's definitely, hopefully not starting a trend for other brands, that's for sure. Like you said, skate shops are the lifeblood
2: of uh, skate communities around the world, and uh, we got nothing but love for skate shops. And uh, oh yeah, thanks for the, the shout-out. Couldn't have done that switch front board without Paul Macno's board, which he lent me, big fatty.
0: Shouts to Paul. And Lee Yanku, man, it's the good homie. Went to Calgary with him a couple weeks ago. He's definitely going to be coming up on the show at any time now. All
2: right, next up, we got an email from Andrew Deemer. Stoked you got Dustin Henry on the pod when you did. His part in the Alzheimer's video blew me away. And I can honestly say he's one of my new favorite skaters. Thanks for always having dope, relevant people on the pod. Question for both of you. I've heard a lot of people say the East in the NBA is wide open and the Philadelphia 76ers are the team to beat. My hometown has already collected the Lombardi trophy and the NCAA championship this year. Do you guys think the Sixers have what it takes to make it a three-peat for Philadelphia? If so, what do you predict are the biggest hurdles in the postseason? I personally see a lot of missing stars in the East. And probably their biggest challenge will be either LeBron and the Cavs or whoever they could potentially face in the finals from the West. Maybe Golden State or Houston. What do y'all think? Yeah, I think uh, the three-peat ain't happening. I'm sorry. There's no fucking way in hell they're winning it all this year. But I expect them to beat the Boston Celtics. We got game one tonight. And they don't have Kyrie or Gordon Hayward. So if I'm a Sixers fan, this is year one of the process finally kicking into win mode. So the
0: encore process.
2: Yeah, I would I would be very happy with an Eastern Conference finals appearance. Just two months ago, you guys weren't even like you guys went off for the last two months, but like at first you're expected to fight for an eighth seed. So don't be getting greedy now. Hopefully the Raptors beat the Cavs and then we can have some Philly Toronto beef and then uh anything can happen but uh, no one's beating houston or golden state out of the east i'll tell you that right now
0: you said it better than i ever could man whoever faces the team coming out of the west good fucking luck next up we got an email from jonathan dell hey what's up i'm gonna keep it short who you want to win the nba championship and who do you think will win it all and how come hearing you guys call out all these tricks this summer got me fired up? I'm 28 and have a few injuries, but I'm going to film a full mini part for sure. I'll try and send it to y'all. Fellow older skaters, unite. Enjoy the time off. It's well-deserved. Keep it healthy and drink some kombucha and add, and add some multivitamins. Yo, Can I Peace. holler at this homie
2: real quick? Yo, Jonathan Dell, that email cracked me the fuck up because I had a similar sentiment yesterday. Uh, I just love the oxymoron I'm gonna film a full mini part (laughs) what the hell does that mean (laughs) I'd say a full part is like three and a half minutes plus but uh you tell me Jonathan what's a full mini part I actually called Mitch Brett yesterday and I I was feeling all pumped and I was like yo I'm filming a full part this summer and then I like caught myself I was like uh nah like maybe I'll film like a minute of footy so that's probably a full mini part huh
0: what do you think? I think it was just, uh, unfortunately, Jonathan didn't say that. That was my poor English I just added in full there. He said, I'm going to film a, a mini part for sure. Oh,
2: yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, full mini part. It sounds too funny. But.
0: So that's my bad. Sorry, Jonathan. But, hey, we'd love to see the mini part. We're always <laughs> working on mini parts over here. As far as your questions go, it's uh, whoever comes out of the West, I think, is going to win the NBA championship. I hope it's the Houston Rockets, man. But uh, could be Golden State, who knows.
2: Yeah, with Curry coming back, Game 2. They've been sliding under the radar the past couple months with their injuries. And everyone's talking about LeBron and Houston and shit. And AD is the best player in the NBA. Fuck all that. The Warriors are still the defending champs. And uh, I think they're going to win it all. all right, next up, we got a voice note from Connor Clark. Let's take a listen.
1: <laughs> hey,
0: yo, Dano, pass me a ice cold steamy stew Yo, I want to know what your all's favorite shoe is, past or present. Whether it be the way it looked or because of the way it skated. And also, you know I'm calling out my own sick fuck of the week. I'm talking about Steve Barra. Steve, you are sick fuck for pulling that fucking cease and desist on Wecking Ball. You know we love the Manny Busters and we ain't fucking down with your bullshit trying to say you're bringing it back. You should bring a fucking new segment out called How to Make the Viewer Fall Asleep in 10 Minutes. Fuck you, Barry. Get the fuck out of here. Jesus Christ, Connor. Connor, you coming in hot, B. <laughs> we got respect for anybody calling out them sick fucks. And, uh... I guess nobody really knows except Weck if the cease and desist letter is true, but if it was, then that award is well-deserved, man. Yeah,
2: I'm not really trying to comment on that too much. I have no idea if that was real or not. If it is, obviously that's crazy, but if not, it's a little crazy on Weck's part, but or whoever sent that email, fake email. Who knows? Shouts to your impersonation of me. That was not bad. Spot on, man.
0: <laughs> Thanks for the voice note G Next up We got an email from Safe as Burner account A.K.A. Nick Glenister Just watched Safe as Adrift Stuck up kids And 06 remix parts oh, on yeah. YouTube Hell And yeah. I didn't know man goes in like that That 06 remix part is a cross between Wade D and Chima <laughs> Holy shit I'm from San Diego So I noticed you got some clips on some legendary spots out here Courthouse shootout ledge the Matt Hensley Bridge, Crawford Nine Rail, and the P-Rod Double set Seems like a productive trip, so I was wondering if you guys had any good stories from your travels down to San Diego, and when is your next part dropping, Be Keep it up. Well, unfortunately,
2: Donald didn't come with me on that trip. That was my first time to California when I was um, 17, I think. Went down with the good homie, Sebastian Lyman. We stayed at Colt Cannon's house with the big homie, Ryan Allen. It was actually, I'll never forget that trip. It was so fun, just fucking cruising around SD with the legend of Pain, Cole Cannon, and just getting that first taste of Cali. Um, So, yeah, that was was pure good times. And then as far as the next part. Full mini part. Full mini part. I'm going to get working on it this summer, yo. Hopefully. Here we go. Hopefully. uh, Yo, your boy's making a full comeback still. Trust me. I got amped up yesterday, called Mitch B., He said he's going to get a couple clips for my full mini part. It's on and popping, B. Let's get it. All right, next up, we got an email from John Metz. Big fan, been listening for about three months now, but I'm catching up as we speak. I'm chilling in Vietnam, riding a moto across the country for my 40th birthday. Lots of bunt time episodes have been popping in the earbuds. Props to you guys. It made me want to ask you two things. Which Asian country would you both want to visit the most and why? And is James Harden not the real deal or what this year?
0: I think we got to go to China first and foremost. Buck up with the good homie Johnny Tang. It's a, a spot neither of us have been, so it's an easy answer for me.
2: Yeah, and if if we're not going to visit Johnny, which is both of our number one choices, I'd really want to go visit Japan and see what's popping over there.
0: There you go. And then as far as your second question, we're talking about the MVP of the league, so... Pretty sure he's the real deal, my man. Next up, we got an email from Ron Mexico. Subject, best spots across the true north, strong and free. Greetings and salutations, fam. Here's my question. Give me your favorite spot in every province. Criteria is as vast as our blessed country. For example, I'm from Winnipeg and think the city hall gap looks damn near perfect in blood's footage, but personally don't have close to enough ability to dream of skating it. Thanks again for all y'all do for the culture. Stay up and keep blessed. All right. Well, we haven't
2: been to every province, so we'll start from east to west, covering the ones we've been to. Halifax, what do you got?
0: Halifax is going to be the little brick bank to curb. It's in plenty of videos, Canadian videos, and uh, it's a must-check when you go to Halifax.
2: Real shit. I'll say the 13-stair kinked rail that I died on.
0: <laughs> Next up will be Quebec. I'm going to go with the Gap to Legend Park Laugh. Looks sick on film. Nice chill spot. Could spend the day there, man.
2: I'll go with PVM. Some marble edges. Pretty dope if you can get a clip there. Quick bust. Looks good on film.
0: Next stop, Ontario. Home of the Bunt. I'm going to go with the OG Courthouse. Matter of fact, I like the Courthouse now with the rough ground. It's capped, but... Anytime you get a ledge spot that looks dope, man, you got to take advantage of it.
2: I'll go with Commerce Court, circa early 2000s.
0: Pre-yellow jackets.
2: Yeah, with the wall ledge and shit, good times.
0: We're going to have to skip a couple here and head over to Alberta. We were just out there.
2: Yeah, I'll say the uh, the huge rail that Paul McNeil front-nosed last trick in the RDS video. And right next to that, the uh, bump to bar at the Stampede Grounds. Mad thing.
0: Yeah, I was going to go with the bump to bar as well. Last stop, BC, British Columbia. There's uh, a couple good ones here. There's that long flat bar, the up flat bar. That one looks dope if you can get a legit trick. Twa, 50 50 back three. Oh, yeah. I mean, probably not the best spot, but
2: looks good. I'll just go with the go to T Fox don't mess around get a switch trade nose manny like spenny you know what i'm
0: saying yeah that's that and maybe black marble if we're talking about something that uh you looking for an after black hammer neither of us are stepping to it ron but uh it's a hell of a spot (laughs) (laughs) all right next up we got an
2: email from pat torres greetings from connecticut what up guys love the pod can't get enough of it always listening at work making my day better I focus a lot on music and skate videos and I've heard you guys talk about it on here But what would be your ideal song to skate to and or what would be the absolute worst song? Someone could edit your part to shout out to the cheddar gang and last but not least Seifa. I dig what you're saying my man. Keep up the good work
0: Man, it's a hard hard position to put yourself in to pick a track before you got the footage in front of you It's always um Better to see what you got and then work on the track from there. But these days, and pretty much all days, I fuck with the Diplomats. I think they're good for skating. Some Camrod, Jewels, Jim Jones. Can I'm sure I could find a fit somewhere in there.
2: Real shit. And as far as something I would never want to skate to, you already know what the fuck it is. It's Drake, B. Come
0: on, son. I ain't about that soft shit. You dig. Next up, we got an email from Little Mike a.k.a. Safest second burner account. Subject biggins. Yo, big fan of the show. Listen to almost all the pods. Anyways, question is for the ghost. How hard was the barn burner fakey 5 on the huge black outledge, which was your last trick in one of your parts? Tell the story behind that one. Also, shouts out to the homie who nollie crooked the high hub in that part. Shit was fire, B. That was Grant Patterson, dog. Canadian legend. Search that name up if you don't know who that is. You better know who that is.
2: GP. Big bro. Had to get him in the part. The fakie 5-0. I was on a, a trip with Grant, Chad Dixon, Paul Macnow. The homies. We did a little Detroit for a couple days. And we went to that spot that was like high bust and they're like, you never get time here. But we got lucky that day and we got, we actually didn't even get kicked out. And um, we started sessioning it. Grant was doing back nose grind, almost had it. Mac now was doing front nose grind. And then I just started trying fakey 5 because I, I personally love out ledges. It's like my favorite kind of obstacle or like mellow hubba's because we have a, a skate park here, Dunbat with a long box and I... Like feedback, Ted said, I like to hold my grind. So it was like the perfect spot. And uh, I always practice my fakey five. os like that anyways. So just seemed like the perfect spot for one of my favorite tricks. And uh, it worked out. Shout out to that squad and uh, Mac now always for uh, pushing me. He's like, he was like the chief for us. You know what I'm saying? So shouts to that day. It was fun times in Detroit. Yeah. Shouts out to answering your own questions, my dog. Oh my God. Yo, little Mike, yo. Donald's accusing me of writing this this email. I don't know who you are, but shout out to you. And DM the bunt a picture of your face so Donald can fucking shut up.
0: (laughs) Alright, we got one last voice note on the season. Of course, from the good homie Connor Craft. My man's been living inside the post office this season. Let's take a listen.
1: Very, very, very funny ghost. Hilarious.
0: But, let's hear Donovan. Most illegal trick, the ghost has done.
1: And same for the other way around. Ghost, most illegal trick, Donovan's done. Fucking great season, guys. Fucking can't wait till next one. Have a good break or whatever, and now I have no fucking idea what I'm gonna do on Wednesday, so I'm gonna just probably kill myself at work or something. All right y'all, peace.
2: Yo SeaCraft B, fucking don't kill yourself. You know what I'm saying? You're a staple in the post office these days. Don't want to read about you in the news. <laughs> maybe if you're feeling a little down, maybe you should hit the the weed, you know what I'm saying? But uh as far as the legal tricks Dono's done, we just found one of his oldest parts on YouTube, Dono Vision. Oh, you put it in a huge <laughs> type that in. D O N O vision one word the quality is excellent but uh, he hits us with a nice three piece of illegal moves but back then everything was legal nose slide big spin the wrong way on a hubba nose blunt big spin the easy way and nose manny front shove to manny in the middle of a manny pad that's a fire three piece of illegal activity
0: it's what they call hitting them hard, man, right in the middle of the parts, you know. <laughs> no days off back then. But speaking of nose slide, big spins the wrong way. The ghost himself did a nollie nose slide, big spin that way, going at top speed down the hubba. I've never seen anyone slide as fast as he did. His part can also be found on YouTube. <laughs> Safe a a B in huh? That's H-U-H question mark something y'all don't want to miss and uh hey man summer is upon us now it's time to uh bust out those illegal maneuvers once again
2: yeah let's get another illegal montage popping og manny b and miami said we need to drop another montage of illegal tricks so we'll get that going in our off season thanks for the love SeaCraft. thanks for the love everyone
0: it's been a big season in the post office man the voice notes were popping off left right and center Thank you to the people, man. Alright, y'all. The moment you've all been waiting for. The Skateboard World Source for Sports, the rundown. It is our final episode of the season. By the time we are back in action, champions will be crowned. So, it's time for the experts to put their expert opinions on wax, man. But first and foremost, we're going to catch y'all up to speed. We are down to eight teams in the NBA and the NHL. We gonna start on the hard court in the NBA in the Eastern Conference. Our Toronto Raptors going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Philadelphia 76ers going up against the Boston Celtics. My man, who's gonna meet in the conference finals? You already know the King is done,
2: his reign's over. It's time for Demar and Lowry and the young Raptors to capture their one window to get back to the conference finals and maybe finals before the Sixers and Celtics take over the East for the next fucking decade. Decade, come on. You know what you know what I mean. I'm okay, exaggerating. Foreseeable future. Foreseeable
0: future. At least five years if they're healthy. So we're both saying the Raptors. The next one's a little bit tougher, man. I've been doubting Boston. But these guys won't quit, man. Scary Terry, Reggie. the The Bucks
2: are are disgraced. They need to take <laughs> a hard look in the mirror. How are you gonna lose to fucking the Kyrie list, Gordon Hayward list, Celtics, and like actually think you have a chance going forward in the Eastern Conference, dude? They they just fucking won without their two best players, and now they're going against a real team with two generational talents. The Sixers got shooters all over the damn place. I think, I think the Celtics will win a game, maybe two, but I think uh, the, light it's gonna be li- it's gonna end up being light work once they figure them so, out.
0: I can agree with that. So we're both in agreement that it's gonna be the 76ers and the Raptors. And who's taking that game?
2: But, yo, one last thing. Just like we both, because we're geniuses, predicted the Spurs would win at least one game against the Warriors because of the system pop. We're giving the Celtics one game because of the young system. I think it'll be a little bit
0: closer than that, man. It's going six or seven
2: games that series. I don't think it's going seven. Six max, but I'm saying, like we said with pop, you got to give Brad Stevens at least one game.
0: Yeah, and the team plays hard as hell. So moving on to the West, we got the Rockets going up against our Utah Jazz <laughs> personal favorite here on the show, the Jazz. And then you got the Warriors going up against the Pelicans. How do you see it breaking down?
2: Well, we've seen game one in both series. They're both blowouts, which I was super hyped on for the Warriors because everyone's on 80s nuts and the Pelicans. But I think it was more how shit the Blazers were in the matchup problems there because Drew Holiday and Rondo uh, are similar heights to McCollum and Dame so they could actually D them up but now Klay Thompson's a matchup nightmare Drew Holiday is shorter than him and no one in this fucking league can guard KD no he, one in the world he's shooting over the top of all these motherfuckers so they're throwing at him uh, so so Good luck. I mean, I could see them. The Pels winning a game at home, maybe. Oh, you're going to give it to them? I'll give them game three or he game swept, four. If you get swept, it's
0: disrespectful. But, dude, Steph's coming back game two. like and So it could be. So are we saying easy choice, Rockets and the Warriors? Yeah, we don't even have to break So those the conference down. finals are set in the East, the Raptors and the 76ers. It's going to be tough. But I really think the Raptors are going to pull this one out, man. If they have, this is their only chance, like you said. After this, teams are getting better. Teams are getting healthier. Simmons and Embiid, with this uh, experience they're gaining this year, they're going to go through a whole season next year. They're going to be perennials in the in the conference finals with Boston probably. So the Raptors have to capitalize on the time that is now. So I'll take the Raptors. We're fucking both biased and I'm going to pick the Raptors too because that's just who we want in our
2: hearts to win. But I think that series, as weird as it might sound, I think that series is going to come down to Pascal Siakam's defense. If he can keep Ben Simmons somewhat in check, he's 6'10" fucking ben simmons is also 6'10 i think pascal siakam is the key to fucking clog up the head of their snake and then uh our boy valanchunas and perdle are gonna have their fucking hands full but on the other side the thing the thing i like is that they have no one who can guard damar and uh i think lowry's still too quick for ben simmons so we have our advantages they have theirs but the defense of pascal siakam and uh and obi is gonna be uh, crucial on Ben Simmons, and I actually can't wait for that series. It's gonna be long. But it's gonna be a long one. I just realized how hard we're disrespecting and everyone in Ohio right now is cheese that we're writing off the Cavs.
0: But uh, if we lose to the Cavs, respect to LeBron James, but the ultimate disrespect to the Raptors. You have to go into this and your mind state is it's one man versus an army. Yeah. You have to beat them. We're the fucking one
2: seed. We gotta play like it and act like it. So, yeah, assuming we get to the next round against the Sixers, that's what it do. And, um, yeah, Raps are
0: going to the finals, baby. All right. So the East is set in the West. We We may have a difference of opinion here when it comes to the Rockets and the Warriors. Honestly, I don't think I just don't think they can stop James Harden, man. I don't think the Warriors can stop James Harden.
2: Well, you can't stop James Harden. You can't stop Kevin Durant. You can't stop Steph Curry. All you can do is make it hard for them. And I think we have enough switchable guys that can, you know, give them different looks. Klay Thompson. He's probably going to suffer offensively in that series just because he's going to have his fucking hands full. But between Draymond and and Clay Livingston and Igudala. I think that's enough bodies to throw out Harden to slow him down.
0: Steph eats
2: Chris Paul's food.
0: Now, I don't know. Chris Paul's been waiting for this for a long time, man. <laughs> yeah. He's been waiting for this. The man is hungry. He's been playing lights out, too. He's got James Harden, probably the best player he's ever played with. He can't stay in
2: front of Steph anymore, man. He's older. It's just
0: That's all a right, fact. man. He's going to try as hard as he can, though. Clint Capella. We got some bodies, too, man. That's going to be probably the best series in all of the playoffs The
2: thing with the Warriors that makes it impossible To beat them Is that there's just always a next man Like you can say But that's
0: what they're doing in Houston too They're just hitting threes just as often as they are
2: They hit more threes than, than them But yeah. here's Dan the thing Tony
0: pushes the ball even quicker man
2: then Let's say Harden and Durant cancel each other out Let's say Steph that's and that. Chris Paul cancel each that. other out And let's say Who's, who's their other best player? Clint Capella Clint Capella and fucking draymond cancel each other out you still but that's
0: got this is a hard thing is what is this? they don't count and then the rest no, i'm of the just guys. saying like so what are you gonna say, say you give got them clay and then i'm, say, I'm saying you give them 25 got ariza, points baby
2: you give them 25 points per game each whatever something like that yeah like their offensive numbers are going to somewhat resemble each other and then it's about the others and who's yeah. going to be better ariza and Anderson. Reggie, they Eric have Eric the, Gordon. The thing with the We're Warriors. Threes left, right, and center. Reggie, they always have that fourth all-star. So as soon as like you start looking at averages. Eric Gordon could he can play up to all-star level for, that's, for seven games. That's true. He's been quiet for a hot minute though. Yeah. All right, all right he so tried we to disagree. In, so so yeah. what do you? I'm saying Warriors and I'm saying the Rockets. I'm saying
0: seven. I want to see seven. That's why I want to see the as much as possible. Oh, I was gonna. I'm so
2: used to the Warriors having home court that no. I thought they were gonna win in six on the road, no. but they are gonna be at
0: home, B. Yeah. They're gonna take one of two no, in the first ain't. two games, no. and they're gonna fucking win. One. What's gonna happen is the games at home are gonna be one. That's how it's gonna go down. The rocks are gonna come out two zero we're gonna think it's hell over hell no we gonna think it's <laughs> over but i ain't gonna count out the warriors that quick it's going seven and the rockets versus the raptors and all bets are off because the rockets are gonna be dust after facing the warriors so we gonna have a chance
2: as you like we said before no one can stop kd he's gonna have a field day Unguardable. in that series Woo! that just means we both can't wait and we can't it's gonna be a fucking barn burner just like this season of the it's what the,
0: this. Is, <laughs> I like that. It's what the sports world deserves. Rockets yeah. and
2: Warriors. The man. real finals, because the whoever gets out of the West, if they're healthy, it's
0: a victory lap. they're gonna slap the East. They get so. the it's a victory lap. So there it is. We just broke down the NBA playoffs for y'all. No point in you watching, except for the fact that Rockets and Warriors is must see TV. Moving on to the NHL, the second round is already underway. Most of the series are at one-one. We got Nashville up against Winnipeg. Probably going to be the best series in all of the all of the NHL playoffs. The one and two seed in the NHL. Who you got? I got Winnipeg. B. A couple they days ago, out- you had Nashville. What?
2: You picked Na- Nashville as your team. I don't give a fuck about Nashville. So you're going Winnipeg now, Reggie. Bridget- I don't know if you uh, take a look at your notes, but I said Winnipeg was gonna win game one. Yeah, game, in Nashville. but Nashville's your team. Vegas is my team. <laughs> okay. I don't even know
0: what's Nashville's team called. I don't the even predators. know. Predators. Last season you were cheering for them the whole way. Oh, really? Well. So you're taking Winnipeg. The other one, the other series that's going down in the West, your Las Vegas Golden Knights up against the San Jose Sharks. The Sharks finally found a, a dent. In the Golden Knights armor. Barely. They tied it up in, in a double overtime, I believe it was. Vegas got a little dusted on that goaltender interference. Mind you, this goaltender interference shit has got to stop. But you're Who- sticking with Las Vegas? Of course. Who has home ice? Las Vegas. Oh, shit. So they got one stolen? Yeah, one stolen, baby. All right. Time to steal one back. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with the Sharks, man. I say that it's been a nice run for Vegas. And uh, the Sharks, just too gritty, man. They got lots of firepower, just as much as Vegas. We just need Martin Jones to step up and play like he did in the second round, or in the second game. Next up, over to the east, the Boston Bruins and the Tampa Bay Lightning. I hate Boston, want them to lose. So I'm going with Tampa, baby. I hate to do it to you, but I gotta go with Boston. Ah, they're good, man. And last but not least, the fourth and final series in the Eastern Conference, the Pittsburgh Penguins and the Washington Capitals. Must see TV.
2: I think it's finally my man Ovechkin's turn, man. We going to
0: the next round. He's finally going to shake the Sid the Kid monkey off his back. It's funny. I'm still getting over the Maple Leafs loss in Game 7, but it makes me think about all these other franchises who have gotten close for years and never made it some people in washington have started making t-shirts that say our year on them so uh, i don't think it's your year yet man oh pittsburgh penguins gonna pull this one off again so we're gonna have i'm saying it's gonna be pittsburgh and tampa you're saying pittsburgh and or you're saying washington and boston
2: i'm gonna roll the dice difference of
0: opinion here who you gonna take to win that finals my fucking golden knights baby no i mean in the east oh washington they're going to be the Bruins? Yeah, hell yeah. It's, Was- okay. it's our year. So you're going Washington versus Vegas in the finals. And who's it going to be? <laughs> you already know. The expansion team of Sid. Las Vegas. Whoever
2: <laughs> works at that franchise that listens to the bun, just send me some uh, tickets for, uh, you know, game seven in the finals. I'll be there in person. It's going to be dope.
0: Man, that would be a storybook ending for, for the NHL. But I'm saying it's going to be the Pittsburgh Penguins up against the winnipeg jets oh and the winnipeg jets are about to bring a stanley cup back to canada man damn shouts out to winnipeg baby love y'all all All right uh moving
2: on it's time for that wax weekly and it's an honor and a privilege for me to uh update you on this week's results game one milwaukee boston i said it was gonna be a home court kind of thing. milwaukee one that was my pick then uh, toronto washington i said toronto was gonna wrap it up in six in washington in john wall city he don't play that shit. well you played yourself and then oh the nhl that i don't know shit about game one nashville winnipeg you know your boy went with canada the peg one and then last but not least donald went against my golden knights and it was your first week, flawless week. It's the only
0: week we've ever picked four games. Whatever.
2: It was the first. There's never been a 3-0 or 4-0 until now, and I've been down all season. I tied it once, but your boy finally took
0: that lead with one week left. It's perfect time for you to blow it. So in the final week of On Wax Weekly, the Ghost up by one. We're only doing two games. The NBA game's too tough to bet on. Couldn't come to an equal decision. So it's an all-NHL week. We're starting with the Sharks and Vegas. May 2nd, Game 3. The Ghost is sticking with his Golden Knights. And I'm sticking with my Sharks, man. Home ice, y'all don't want it in the Shark Tank, baby. Reggie, what I
2: tell you last time? The Knights are going to break out the harpoon. And we feasting on that illegal shark fin soup don't actually eat that shit but
0: you know what i'm saying and then sticking in the western conference on may the third game four the nashville predators and the winnipeg jets the ghost is sticking with winnipeg canada's team my pick to win the stanley cup my pick to lose this game it's all nashville baby smashville put this man in some pink camo pants would you as you guys can tell donald's clearly shook
2: that i finally got a lead he didn't want to bet on any nba shit because he knows my knowledge is way too blessed is that what we just <laughs> talked about this that is not what happened so he's throwing me into the nhl fucking world that i clearly know nothing about but even my nothing is better than donovan something so we gonna see this man at Dunbar real soon in that pink camel and if our boy ben davis still has that make america great again hat because he's a kook We'll get that off him. Holy. Put it on Donald's head.
0: (laughs) If that happens, it's going down bright and early in the morning, man. It's one of those Nick Trapasso 5 a.m. sessions, baby.
2: I'll be right there to capture
0: the whole thing for the world. All right, my man. It's the end of the 12th and final episode of Season 6. It's a sad day. Also kind of exciting because we need a little bit of a break. But, man, where do we go from
2: here? Reggie, we're going to be nice and settled by the time next season pops much needed break this is hectic we both moved i still
0: gotta move one more time so throw in a couple trips in one season we've been to new york and calgary the same damn time man we do it for the people though the show will never stop the deadlines are getting closer and closer but we make it happen baby tax season all types of bullshit.
2: But, yo, we can't wait to come back. But just know your boys are sipping some steamies on that much-needed break. But we cannot wait to give the people what they want next season,
0: season seven. You already know it's going to pop the fuck off. We'll catch y'all soon. Thank you to the people. Thank you to Vans, Brixton, Grand Trading, Time Bomb, Steam Whistle, and everyone, baby. And especially Ants1
2: for always fucking holding us down and... uh blessing the people with pure comedy and gunshots and we love you and uh, catch y'all next season